On today's Court Vision, I have an excellent interview with NBA player Ishmael Sanago. He played with the Long Island Nets, and we discuss his career and how his hard work paid off. Great interview today. It will be today's episode. Let's go. All right, today is Friday, October 18th, and I have a great interview to end the week on with NBA player Ishmael Sanago and his story of how he got to the NBA and playing for the Long Island Nets. Great interview with Ishmael. I really enjoyed talking to him. He's a real cool dude. Really down to earth, man. Um, I really enjoyed talking to him. It was a lot of fun. His story, hearing his stories about playing at Seton Hall, um, making NCAA tournaments, winning the um, Big East tournament, which is a hell of an accomplishment, and just hearing about how hard he works and his motivation behind his, behind his hard work is just an awesome thing to hear. I think we're going to be hearing Ishmael's name going forward a long time. I think he's going to be an NBA player to come big time. Just excited. I was just very lucky to have him on, and I can't thank him enough for coming on. But here is Ishmael Shinago. I hope you guys enjoy. All right. On today's Court Vision, I welcome on Ishmael Shinogo. He is an NBA player. How are you, Ishmael? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for coming on and making time for me. Um, how, yep. how was your weekend? Weekend was cool, you know, the same old, same old, just working out and getting ready. Yeah, man, I'm ex- well, I'm excited for uh, your season with the Long Island Nets. I'm excited to see you play. I'm obviously a big fan of yours now because you you came on my show, so, um, so I'm <laughs> excited to see you play. But I got to ask you, we're going to start in the beginning of your career, I got to ask you, when was the first time you uh, in-game dunked on someone? In-game dunked on someone? Ooh, uh, that's a great one. Yeah? It would <laughs> It would have to be, I would say, my sophomore summer going into – no, yeah, sophomore summer going into the junior year. Uh, it was actually a putback, and I just started uh, dunking around that time. And I played for Eastside High School. That's in Newark. And, you know, the, the style that we play was very fast-paced up and down. And one of our guards – uh, missed the layup and it just came off the rim perfectly for me and I got up over him, the the defender, and just threw it down viciously. <laughs> That's awesome. That must be a great feeling too. Oh yeah, it was great. Just you know, it, I I owned him at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> and did you continue to do that throughout high school, just dunking on people or dunking? Yeah, I've I've had some crazy dunks in high school. You know, uh, none. I could think of a couple, Seton Hall Prep, you know, schools like that, Blair Academy, I, I caught a crazy body, you know. Yeah, so you could say I, I continue to dunk on people. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so what was it like, you know, taking your high school to a 32 record and playing in the championship game? Uh, I, I can for sure say I didn't do it by myself. It was definitely a team effort. I can say that high school team was probably – the most team-oriented, you know, everybody not being selfish, everybody passing the ball, team I've ever been on. So it was like, it was a real great experience, you know. Uh, taught me a lot of life lessons that you, you wouldn't think you would learn from basketball. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And, you know, did you guys create, like, a great bond over the years that when you guys played with each other? Uh yeah, I went up. I went with. I went through a lot of ups and downs with that team. You know, uh, off the court, especially being from Newark, there's a lot of, you know, outside. There's a lot of outside intervention when it comes to like just being a kid in Newark. You get, you know, gang violence, drugs. You know, people dying all the time. So, 
Like we we really bonded over, you know, being being uh you know, we all had the same experiences in Newark, so we were we were able to really bond together in jail. That that's awesome. That's amazing. That must have been a great feeling to, you know, help be a part of taking your team to a, a its first championship game in school history. What was that atmosphere like? Oh, it was ridiculous. You know, it, it really taught me how to be on the championship team. You know, everybody one track minded, uh, you know, giving up whatever they do best for the better of the team. It was it was just really great. Felt like family. It is family. It That's was. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And then, um, you know, what what was that feeling also being selected in 2014 to the Jordan Brand Classic? Oh, that 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 was an amazing feeling because up until that point, uh, you know, my basketball, me going to Seton Hall was, you know, the only thing I had to show for it. Uh, all the hard work I'd done. And then I got the Jordan Barron Classic call and I'm like, wow, a uh, big stage. Uh, I didn't think I was ever going to get to that point right away. That's that's crazy. What was the competition like there? Like who did you play against some like other guys who went to big name schools as well, too? Definitely, uh, none that I could really remember off the top. But besides my uh, Seton Hall teammates, uh, yeah, other than that, it was it was pretty good competition there, you know. But the uh, the most memorable uh, people I could say were like my uh, Seton Hall teammates, you know, the guys I was coming in with next year. So that was pretty cool. That is really cool. That's really cool to get to uh, see them and either play with them or against them. That's awesome to get to see them before the season. For sure. Um, and what was your recruiting process like, and how did you decide on Seton Hall? Uh, it kind of, my recruiting process, believe it or not, uh, was very slow. Um, I really started playing basketball for real in the ninth grade, so oh, wow. you know, <laughs> yeah. So I had to put in a lot of work to get noticed, like by any team, whether it be D1, D2, or D3. At, at a point in time, I was getting letter from, letters from D3 schools. So it was very, it was very, very difficult. I, I can say that uh, with my first offer being my junior year, you know. So like, it looks like, it looks like, uh, like I know most, most, um, what's the name, most ball players go you know, they had their scholarships right away. You know, they had big names, but not me. You know, I got it out the mud. Wow, that that's crazy. And, like, what made you get into basketball at such, like, at, in ninth grade? What was, like, like, was there a player or something that made you want to play? The coaches, honestly, I played eighth grade, but not seriously. And then, you know, I didn't, I didn't really know or understand the game. I was just running up and down the court at, in eighth grade. So, like, uh, I had coaches in the eighth grade who eventually ended up being my high school coaches, you know, who really instilled the love of basketball in me. That's awesome. And there was, was there one like NBA guy that you, uh, really modeled your game after? Uh, I, I tried to model my game after Kobe, you know, <laughs> but that, that didn't, you know, I couldn't do the, uh, not pass thing so <laughs> after a while <laughs> what I got from Kobe was just his uh killer mentality so yeah 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 you can't do the non-pass thing in high school I don't think they'd not be too happy about that <laughs> exactly <laughs> so how was so you go into um 
Seton Hall and you know what's that feeling of playing in your first game at Seton Hall? Um, my first game was you know I was it was a shock. I didn't think you know my freshman year was very rough for me honestly because uh, I came in with a big recruiting class. Uh, I was probably the rank the lowest out of everybody in that recruiting class, and uh, and ultimately ended not ended not playing. So, you know. When I did get in, it was like, okay, just try not to mess up so you can earn more playing time. I didn't fully enjoy, like, playing basketball my freshman year, I can say, honestly. Really? Yeah, that, that's going to be tough, too, from, um, you know, coming in and not playing right away. But, you know, how hard did you work to be able to start next year in your sophomore year? Believe it or not, my mind wasn't even on starting. It was just on getting better and getting better to the point, you know, where my game was NBA ready. But, um, you know, due to certain circumstances, uh, that's not what happened. So I had to refocus and, you know, re like reevaluate everything. So, you know, I just went hard. And you know the the chips fell in the right place for me, and I ended up starting. That, that's awesome, yeah. And you, I mean, you were the only player I think in conference to, in the Big East conference to rank in the top twelve in rebounding and steals, which is a hell of a compliment, you know, for being a six eight forward. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. That's that's an amazing to come in, you know, your sophomore year and do that, and then. You know, and then we'll, what's the feeling of, like, playing in the Big East, you know, and, and in the Big East tournament and beating Nova in the Big East title game? Honestly, that might have been the best game of my life in terms of not playing-wise, but just atmosphere and the, the you know, the, the clutchiness of the other players on my team and just everybody being on the same page. It was probably one of the best games of my life, honestly. And I'm a competitor. I thrive for competition. so being able to play the eventual uh, national champions. We didn't know that at the time, but we knew they were a very good team. It was just the, it was just the uh, obstacle that I was trying to overcome that we were trying to overcome. So, and what's that feeling like in the Big East tournament? Like even for the first time you walk on to like even your senior year of playing on, on Madison Square Garden, like at Madison Square Garden and this history that's there with the Big East. It it was honestly a dream come true. You see Kimball Walker do what he did on the Biggie's floor and in the garden, all the teams prior to that, the Syracuse teams, the all the other teams, and being a part of it is just, like, wonderful. Like, wow, I really, I'm really at this level. I'm really one of the, the few people who can say I played and won a Biggie's championship. It's true. And you played in the Premier League, too, as well, which is like, you know, and the, the history of the Big East. So I'm, that must have been exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Very exciting. You know, just <laughs> any and playing any anytime you're playing on the garden, you, you're, you're going to get chills, whether it's Big East or not. But the fact that the Big East tournament is in the greatest, you know, stadium in the most famous uh, stadium in the world is, is, is amazing. You know, it's a great opportunity that, I, like, that I'm thankful for. Yeah, that's, yeah, it is. I, I'm, I'm, 
I haven't, I've yet to bend, but I gotta, I gotta go to a game to catch one, but I, I can only imagine what it's like the atmosphere to play on there and to be in the Mecca of like, you know, for all the history of basketball that's been there. Definitely. It's, it's, it's a type of like electric vibe, you know, it's something, something in the air is different when you're on that court, you know, the crowd's a little bit more uh, and the stakes are higher and it's like you're playing on the stage, honestly, because like when you're on the court, the the side is blocked out, you know, so you can't really see the crowd. It's just dark, and it's like a spotlight on you. Oh, man, that must be a crazy feeling. Yeah, winning on yeah. that floor is even better. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine too. That must have been. Oh man, I I can only imagine how that 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 feeling that you must have felt after winning that that game. Great feeling, yeah, man. Uh, whew, oh man, I'm bringing back a lot of memories. <laughs> a lot of memories. Yeah, it's running mean, you, down. <laughs> you had one hell of a college career, man. Playing at Seton Hall, I mean, playing in the Big East is no joke. Um, what what is like Big East playing for? Like, you know, playing against Providence, Villanova's, like teams like that in and out. Like, what's what's that grind like through that seat? Those um those seasons of like before yeah, the, even the tournament play. It's not easy. It definitely builds your toughness. Uh, it tests your character mentally and physically. So I'll say uh, it, it's playing in the Big East or playing like against Big East schools is probably the best competition out there. You know, you're every there's no team that's that much better than the other team. So every game is going to be close. And, you know, it's a, it's a nitty-gritty game. It's always going to come down to the last uh, final possession. Who wants it more? You couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah, that's true. And they're always entertaining games for sure, man. I mean, I definitely do remember watching you play at Seton Hall and uh, moments that you've had and, you know, on route for you guys as well, too, um, just because I always, I always like to see a different team come out out of the Big East and win. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your senior year like, and you know what, what's that feeling like of coming into your senior year with a group of guys that you have? I believe you guys were ranked in the top twenty-five coming into the season. What what was that like? Honestly, the my senior year, if, if I'm talking in, if I'm talking personally, it was very up and down for me. You know, I was uh, it was a lot of personal conflict because now I'm thinking what am I going to do to play pro I haven't made a well enough name for me but I also have to play well I have to play within the team and and you know we have to win so it's it's you're you're like at a uh at a, a crossroad do you be a little bit more selfish so you know you can have stats to to you know to to show for or do you trust in the system and hope that you guys are, are, are winning? You know, we all get equal opportunity. So it was like that for me, honestly. So that, you know, and I, I can imagine other college players dealing with that. And it's, it's not it's not the what you want to deal with, especially if you're trying to play pro. Yeah, I, can, I can't I can imagine there's some conflict, like you just, like you had mentioned, there's some conflict there that um, you want to, be able to make more of a name for yourself and get the NBA higher ranking and, um, you know, and try to get yourself into the pros. Mm-hmm. Especially being your passion as well, too. You don't want to give up your passion, you know? You don't. Yeah, you don't at all. I was going to say, and it's, it's tough because, you know, 
you want to do what's best for you. Your coach want to do what's best for him and the team, you know, for the system. And then you have other players who want to do what's best for them too. So, you know, it's it's very hard. People don't understand how how like how much of a toll mentally that takes us uh, on people, on players. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like. I think not. Like you know, have spoken to players before. I think just as a fan on of basketball on the side, you don't really think about that um, for the player uh, on the player's perspective. So it's interesting, you know, to hear the player's perspective, and I can only imagine what you're going through that season and all that conflicting going on in your head and what it's like and what it must, what it must feel like and how to, how to deal with that. Uh, Honestly, I didn't deal with it the best way, but you know, uh, I stuck with it. Uh, Me and my coach buddy heads a lot, but I understand, I understand the point he was coming from. And now that I'm old, I understand what he had to do. But at the time, it was like, what are you doing? It feels like you're leaving me on an island to fend for myself. So, you know, like I, it, it's tough. Like I can't really, it's, I can't really get into depth, like too deep into it because it's, it's hard to explain. It's just, it's just tough. You know, you don't know. It's a scary place to be, especially if you're not a big name player. Like uh, I'll say, someone on my team, Isaiah Whitehead, or or, you know, the, those type of caliber players with huge names. And for me, I wasn't the best scorer at the time. So I had to, I had something, you know, I had to prove to not just only myself and the outside world that I can score, I had to prove that to my coach. And I'm a senior, you know, it's not looking, it's not going to look well if I'm coming out jacking a lot of shots. So that caused a lot of, you know, dysfunction between the team and me yeah that's that's understandable too that um yeah no i get that yeah you don't want to you you're trying to make a name for yourself but you're also trying to you know win as well as a team yeah um do you have a uh a favorite moment or a favorite game you can remember from playing at seton hall favorite game Mm. i would say my senior year against uh my senior year against uh what's the name uh Butler in the biggest in the biggest tournament. I was coming off I missed my senior night the night before because of an ankle injury. Uh first an- injury all year. So, you know, I was ready I was ready to play the next game. I was hyped up coming off injury and I played extremely well, you know. I went something like five for five in the first half. And, you know, I didn't play after that in the second. I didn't play in the second half, but uh, I didn't play in the second half until like two minutes left. And, uh, like, regardless of that, I was proud of myself because I was being aggressive and being able to, uh, being able to get a bucket. I was shooting. I was doing what I did. I did everything I worked on. And even though my coach didn't play me, in the second half, and I, uh, to this day, I have no idea why. Mm. Uh, I felt like, you know, if I would have played more of that game, we would have won. But, you know, I can't change the past. I, I felt like I handled that situation right. I didn't get upset. I didn't, you know, I didn't make a big scene. I was just, like, I was at peace with myself. And, you know, I thought that was growth in myself. And, 
and uh, that that was very memorable for me. That's awesome, and you know, that's I mean, as well as you played in the first half, and unfortunately, you didn't get to play much in the second half. Like you said, it says a lot about you as a person and then as a man as well as in a professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those, believe it or not, those those adversities I faced in college have, have helped me tremendously in the G League and, you know, have being able to, like, cement myself in there. Yeah, and I've heard, like, you know, the story about being in the G League is all about being a professional more than, you know, you mean obviously being a player, but you mostly have to be a professional, right? For sure, I feel because at at that level, everybody's talented. You know, everybody can play, so you have to do things on and off the court that's going to separate yourself. Yeah, that's true. And you're like being like a good teammate, or like just you know being there a for guys, making practices, right? Exactly, bringing it every day, having the energy every day and just competing every day. There's no day is off because, you know, it's the next man up. The one day you might, the one day you slack might be your last day. That's that's very true. And you definitely don't want that at all. So that's, that's good that you're still playing in the G League and working your ass off. Yeah, sir. Uh, and I, I honestly believe that, you know, just working hard and improving my game is going to take me to the next level. And, and it hasn't failed me yet. I've always gone and, you know, beaten the odds. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, hard work pays off, man, and everything happens for a reason. And I think you got a bright future ahead of you. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. And, you know, what? Uh, what was your first season like with the Nets in the G League? It was sort of kind of like deja vu, honestly. Like back, it reminded me of my freshman year, you know, because I, I, I didn't, I didn't have a that summer. I didn't have a team workout. I didn't have a camp invite, so I had to try out for the Long Island Nets, and I made the team uh, through the tryout, being the only uh, local tryout player to make the team. So I kind of already knew, like. I already knew what was going to go on. I knew I wasn't going to get much time or if any right away, I knew I was going to have to work my way into, you know, getting those minutes. And that's what I did. That's awesome. I, that's, that just says something about you as a person, man, you, you're a worker and a grinder and um, to get to where you need to be. And you're, you're very well driven. Sounds like. Yeah, man, this, you know, uh, I face a lot of adversity in my life. You know, I just want to give my parents and my brother the, the life, you know, they deserve, and that keeps me, you know, motivated. And that makes you a great person um, overall. You know, you're a family man, and, you know, and that, that that's more motivation than anything right there, it sounds like. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so what, you know, what's your um, outlook for this season with the Nets and, like, you know, how how much time are you putting in and when do you guys start? Uh, we actually, I, I move back in next week on Sunday. So I'm actually, I want to make a huge impact. Uh, I've been working my balls off this summer and I just want to make a huge impact on and off the court. You know, I feel like I have to do a lot more community events since uh, I'll be in a position to do so. And on the court, I feel like I just have to play my game and just just work as hard as I can. 
And I think uh, I really think I'll have an, a, a great opportunity to not only get plenty of minutes, but to to start. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited. I I'm gonna keep ta- I'm gonna keep tabs and watch you. And uh, like I said in the beginning, before we started, I'm a big fan of yours already. Have you met any guys on the Nets? Any are you like you know any teammates of yours from uh, on the Brooklyn Nets themselves? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Theo Pinson's on the Nets now. Uh, and Musa, who got drafted by them, he's he's probably going to play all up there. Other than that, you know, we had interactions with those guys. Uh, we practiced with Spencer and at the HSS, you know, when he was hurt coming back from injury. Uh, and that, yeah, that's really it. But we see those guys a lot, you know. That's awesome. Uh, I've heard the community of the Nets is very uh, tight knit between you know the G League and the the, the Brooklyn Nets itself. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Uh, I love that's what I really love about that uh, organization. It feels like one huge family. Like it just it gives me a very family feel with how closely connected the G League coaches are to the you know the uh coaches in the nba is this is i love it yeah that's that's awesome man that's that's good for you too because you know you get like it knows could you're gonna be playing on the brooklyn Nets soon i can feel it so you're gonna get noticed by one of the coaches for sure for sure i just got to control what i can control and that's my attitude and my effort that's that's right and you work hard and you have a plenty of motivation behind you to get there so yes sir um but I'm excited for your season to start. I just want to—I um, want to ask you one more, uh, two more questions, and then we'll wrap it up. How's that sound? Yeah, that's fine. Um, so what was it? I just want to ask. You played in three NCAA tournaments in a row. What's it like to step onto the court in the NCAA tournament? Ooh, that's a great question. When you when the first time we stepped on after uh, after beating Nova. It was like a shock to us, like, yo, we're really here. First time in, like, in 20 years we made the NCAA tournament. As much as we wanted to win and, you know, keep going my sophomore year, the cars just did not fall in place. But, you know, the the experience was just great, you know, playing in front of that many people on national television. It, it was just, you know, something you dream of as a kid. Yeah, I can imagine. I know I look forward to both the days, and I don't even play in the tournament. I get excited just for the tournament to start, and I can only imagine being a player and that that feel that you must feel when you as soon as you walk out into that court. Yeah, man, it's, it's like it get chills. You get chills stepping onto the court. Like, wow, this is all we worked for. I'm living my dream. Yeah, you you had one hell of a college experience. You went on the the Madison Square Garden win the Big East Tournament, which is another great atmosphere, and then you play in the NCAA Tournament. Yeah, man. I Honestly, I'm starting to really believe that I'm destined for something great, honestly. I just got to keep working towards it. You you are I, – I believe that you are destined for something great. And, you know, just from a conversation, I can just tell the type of person that you are. I appreciate that. All right. All right. One last question here, and then we'll, well, I'll let you go. So, are you a Giants fan or a Jets fan? I'm definitely a Giants fan. Let's go, Big Blue. <laughs> They're looking good, man. They, I'm, I'm excited for it. Well, I'm not a Giants fan. I'm a, I'm actually a Niners fan, but they look good when Daniel Jones started. 
Yes, sir. Danny Dimes. Danny <laughs> Dimes is the future. It really is, man. I, it's exciting to see them uh, come back around. Yeah, for sure. You know, once Saquon get back, I don't know if he's back yet. I didn't watch. I didn't get a chance to watch the game. I recorded it though. So once Saquon gets back, and uh, I, I know Tate Tate's back, where our offense is going to be high powered, if not this year, in the years to come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to be really good. I mean, Saquon and um, with Danny Dimes there, they got a hell of a future. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, man. Yeah, it should be a good year. But, hey, I can't thank you enough, Ishmael, for coming on, man. You're you're one hell of a guy, and you have you have a great future ahead of you. And I'm I'm a big fan. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy your jersey. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it to a G League game too, as well. My man, just just hit me up, and I got you with tickets for sure. Uh, oh, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I definitely will. All right, my man. Thank you. All right, take it easy. All right, that was my interview with Ishmael Sanago. Great, great interview. Uh, very excited for him and for the Long Island Nets season to start. I can't wait to watch him play and see how well he does during the season. Like I said, I think this is a name we're going to be hearing uh, going forward, and he's going to be playing for the Brooklyn Nets in no time just because you heard it himself. He works hard, and he puts in a lot of dedication to basketball, and he has a highly motivation behind him being a family man that he is and I'm excited for him and excited to hear his name going forward and going up through the ranks um that great interview coming to you guys on Monday with Ronnie Gray Ronnie Gray is a great person he has a great story to tell and I can't wait to share it with you guys on Monday but I hope you guys have a great weekend and I will see you Monday Ha, 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 ha.